How are you doing, everybody? The Check Out a Podcast Network. Prepare to be amazed. Prepare to laugh. Prepare to be offended. Go f*** yourself. But most of all, prepare to be entertained. Chet Kopik, Jeff Vegas. This is Unscripted and In Your Face. All right, Dad, once again brought to you by the marvelous people at American Taxi. And don't forget, American Taxi is Chicago's premier, put it in bold type, Taxi service, suburban taxi service. Nobody but nobody matches the excellence. Nobody. The outstanding quality of American taxi. This, of course, is uh, undisputed and completely uncalled for, mm-hmm. otherwise known as unscripted and in your face. Starring, of course, yours truly, Chet Kopic, the godfather of sports talk radio in Chicago. Who says? Longtime uh, uh, commercial pitch man and my partner, Jeff Pincus. From the Man Show on Sundays at 5 p.m. From the Man Show. And 560. What makes Is your you... voice ever going to change? No. What makes... <laughs> the Man Show, that's just kind of like as a joke. What makes you the godfather? Is it you or Mike North? What's the deal? Well, no, it's me. I mean, Mike would tell it's, you. It's, it's you. It's me, yeah. It's you. It's me. It's you. Because I more or less invented the genre the way it is today. The genre? Genre. Oh, genre. I thought that's what you put on, uh, like, roast beef sandwiches. No? What the hell are you talking about? Isn't it that, 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 that spicy, those peppers? I told you, you should have had a fucking rehearsal. <laughs> no, we never rehearse. That's why it's called undisputed, unscripted, in your face. You know, if Larry King were here right now and you could ask him one question, what would you want to ask him? What the fuck is wrong with you? That's what I would say to him as a friend. Why? Why? What do you mean why? What do you mean what's wrong with him? Chats. He's got a great gig on CNN. Chats. He's got young chicks galore. Oh, there you go. Of course, why? he looks like two dot common. No, I mean, why? Why <laughs> would you even think? I went through this. Why would you know how those guys? You know, all kidding aside, I do this man show, and women ask me this all the time. Are you mean spirited to women? I go on the contrary. We love women. If anything, I push men under the bus. I don't get it. There is no reason in the world. He's now like say seventy eight. So he's been married, I think, fifteen years. There's no reason. Here, let's take you for instance, and I mean this with sincerity. You're going to be sixty two years old. God bless. You have your two beautiful children. What? reason is there in a million years to go get married at this stage and it's not about sex it's about staying in control you're going to Lakeisha you know and today okay you're, you're on today you're off tomorrow what are you going to get married for if things don't work out part ways have a nice day keep moving what are you getting married because for? Larry is very insecure well they stood that's my point well that's ridiculous at that stage men eight times he's also in my opinion the worst major television interviewer I have ever seen. Horrible. An addresser, horrible. I don't know how. And he's worth 56 mil. And how disgusting. And I'm the type of guy. And he's a degenerate gambler. Horrible. And I'm the type of guy. I could care less, you know, live and let live. Who is the guy with all his money? Who's going to bang her sister? How effing dumb do you have to be? I mean, it's it's <laughs> it, 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 it's stupid. It's plain. And the sister, how stupid. And the wife is banging the baseball coach. It's disgusting. It really is lower than whale shit. It's all right, just, let's, uh, let's get this all in order now. Larry... Larry is not banging his wife, but banging his wife's his sister. sister. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, Larry's wife is banging the Ron Kittle, coach. the baseball yeah. coach. She's banging Kitty <laughs> 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 on the ashtray that he made for Jerry Reinsdorf in the humidor. <laughs> he's a he's a very. You know, if you want to tell me Ron Kittle, when I first met him you know, years and years ago, I've yeah. known I've known Ron Kittle for twenty nine years. Yeah. When he joined the White Sox, coming out of Edmonton, out of mm-hmm. minor league baseball, mm-hmm. I was the first guy to interview him in Chicago. He was young. He was nutty. 
He was just was he nutty? Uh, kind of a kind of a flake. Great swing, you know, thirty five and a hundred is first what, year. The only one, of the only seven or eight guys to hit it on the rooftop was it seven or eight, something like that. Um, so all it is, it's under seven, 10. eight, nine, but I think a total of twenty three rooftop home runs of mm-hmm. which he has seven of them. Right, he's the all time. Old Comiskey Park. But he's, he's a nice Indiana Hoosier leader. boy. He's a nice boy. Sweetest guy in the world. But here's what's interesting. He he does this craftsmanship with wood, with benches, right. with bats and humidors and ashtrays. Marble ashtrays. And, and you would think you would think that this would be uh, the kind of crap you'd see, you know, back in the back in Target in the discount section. No. It is magnificent. No. He charges two hundred and fifty bucks and well worth it for an ashtray. It's a marble ashtray with forty two Ron Kittle like sandblasted in the middle. He makes makes custom things. He's a custom guy. He's a custom actually woodworker. He's very handy. No, he's he's and he's a very nice guy. We should really talk to Ron and have um one hundred and fifty custom made ashtrays made at least the Dominique's butt. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so we could lick the ashtray because no one's ever going to lick the butt. I'll tell you that right now. That prude of 2010. No, I mean the ashtray would have to be totally flat. <laughs> like the ashtray would be devoid of curves. Yeah. Well, should, should we do her butt or her breasts? What should be? Which one should we do? Because they're both flat. Well, it's a, it's a true. It's, it's you're 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 either doing plywood or raisinets. Well, <laughs> I go for the raisinets. <laughs> I like raisinets. All right, I, I, I know you went. You went to the. You, he, he goes to our content of choice, the Chicago Sun Times, folks. Really, if you're listening to this, you've got some real major problems. But that's right. good because we. Why, love- why is the lighting in here always so dim? It's why I can't read properly. Yeah, because it's romantic. <laughs> yeah, Shea Levey. <laughs> it's Shea Levey. It's, it's like the Club Amore. Nothing says get laid quite like the Club Amore. <laughs> Club Amore's get effed. Club. Oh, that's good. All right, here we go. Go ahead. Reading from Dear Abby. Mm. Dear Dr. Pinker. Mm. Dear Dr. Pinker, April is sexually transmitted disease infection uh, month. Ballwort month. The good news is... <laughs> <laughs> you know, we just call it crotch rot month. <laughs> no, whatever. No, the, the, now, the get, good news is that yeah. many younger people... Now, now, will you please just listen for a change? Sure. Don't break up my rhythm. I'm really in the flow right now. You're like now. a Xerox Zer- salesman. You bring it up in the middle. you got to go all the way back to the top again. Go ahead there. <laughs> go ahead and press the copy machine. Uh, okay. Uh, m- m- Mrs. Kaplan, uh, the good news is that many younger people pay attention to the education they have okay, received okay. and are more likely to use protection when having sex. The troubling news is one of the fastest growing groups of people uh, contracting and spreading sexually transmitted diseases is senior citizens. Oh. Some blame medications for erectile dysfunction. <laughs> so noxema is a killer? <laughs> is that what you're telling me? Huh? Or, the, or, 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 or ponds? <laughs> Whatever. What's that stuff for your butt? Uh? I don't know. Tux. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay, here we go. Now... Uh, the but they are for your butt tucks. They are. Yeah. Am I right or wrong? I was thinking of, uh, no, that, that. Preparation that H? Preparation H. Okay. Yeah. All right. Either or, it's for your butt. All right. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Now, now, some blame medications for erectile dysfunction. <laughs> Others blame midlife divorces and, uh, online dating sites. Ooh. The biggest factor is lack of education. When seniors were growing up, they had to think only about two STDs. 
Today there are many, many more. Mm-hmm. Uh, back then, the worst thing that could happen if you had unprotected sex was that you could get pregnant. Now, because many are past menopause, <laughs> that risk factor is gone. So they don't use condoms. And the STDs and STDs rage on. I don't know where this broad's going. Many seniors won't talk to their doctors about their sexual activity. Mm-hmm. And worse, many doctors don't bring up the subject because they feel uncomfortable or mistakenly assume older people don't engage in sexual activity. Please, Abby, urge your readers to get tested for STDs and STI. Signed, Edward Salco, Fort Myers, Florida. I thought he was going to say, Edward Salco, pick a wrinkle and get lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, Edward, I don't, you know what? Just keep banging because what's the difference to your age if you die? You got to die from something. Yeah, hey, you know, listen, Who you know, we, we hear, you know, I, I, I get sick of all this surgeons general crap and all this stuff about don't do this and don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, my old man lived to be 67. He had a blast. He, uh, he, had, he had, his heart down the stretch was like, uh, like, you know, chopped liver for God's sakes. But you know what? He smoked three packs of camels every day. Nice. He drank beer like crazy. Great. Drank beer like a madman. Red meat? I mean, that, that was, that was the fruit of the gods for, for my father. For everybody. If you, did. if you get 67, 68 good years in, on your terms, what's the big deal? Would you rather live to be 78 and play it safe? No, I hear you. I, so, so, are you, so how many years are you telling me you have left? I have the over/under on my on my life at about five point three years. You said last week on our podcast that next you had your uh, was twenty five to one by the end of next year, you'd be dead. That's what you said. Honestly. Well, that's been that's actually been bet up, twenty five to one to fifty to one. Oh, it's up now. Yeah. Why? What happened? I just you just moved. I up. found God. Oh, you found God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure you did. Can you imagine if we were doing a show about religion together? Sure, it'd be great. I could do a show on religion. You know, at one time in my life, Dan knows a story. I was going to be a rabbi. He doesn't. Bl- I know he doesn't. Boy, there me. goes the neighborhood. He doesn't believe me. I was. I was. I was going to be the pink- rabbi Pinker. <laughs> rabbi Pinker. I was. Walking around with a cigar in your mouth. <laughs> could you see me up there? Oh, God, you talk about being a whore. Oh, God, I'd, I'd have been rich. I ever had weddings, funerals, bar mitzvahs. Boom, boom, boom. What, what, what does a rabbi get to orchestrate a wedding? Um, I don't know. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna totally guess and say three hundred bucks, four, maybe five hundred bucks. If it was me. Does he get to pocket all the dough? Yeah, that, that's extra money for the rabbi off the, off the clock. Funerals off the clock. Bar mitzvahs no because it's well. In the we, we 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 know that priests like to have some fun. Sure, they like gambling casinos, ball games, rock and roll, and twelve year old boys, and twelve year old boys. Uh-huh. What, do, do rabbis have frailties? Of course. Sure, they cheat on, sure, they cheat on, <laughs> they can get married. Sure, they have frailties. Why not? They're, they're, they're human beings. But yesterday, the wedding I was at, there was a female rabbi. Not a fan. I'm more of a traditionalist. But, um, yeah, they, they, I didn't even know they had female rabbis. They do. It's, uh. Is that kind of a new hook? She did have a hook nose, come to think of it. <laughs> she really did. She had one of those uh, beak wetter nose jobs. But, um, it's 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 uh, it's not unusual, but it's it's more commonplace today than it was say twenty years ago, ten years ago. But uh, yeah, they they make good dough off the clock. They do. I'm gonna maybe guess and say five hundred dollars. If it's me, you know how I am. I'm gonna get as much yeah. as I possibly can. Twelve hundred bucks plus fifteen percent of the action. That's right, <laughs> and a meal. And then and then then uh, usually most time they don't even stay for the. They don't stay. They do their thing. They they split. 
They can. They, you can do a couple on Sunday. You can. Well, just... when I got married in Milwaukee to uh, you know Anna Marie, and we we had our wedding at this beautiful restaurant, and in walks the priest, and he's got a short sleeve shirt on, and the wedding was February first, mm-hmm. and the temperature in Milwaukee is about 105 below. You got married in Milwaukee? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and he's got nine tattoos. Would you give him a hundred bucks? Probably. <laughs> I gave him thirty five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Big spender, but you got married what back in the seventies, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good money back. Then. You, are, I mean, you ought to see my wedding pictures. I've got you know, you know, real long hair and you know the wide lapels and a tie that's about six inches wide. I understand your wife. nobody, but nobody looked good in the seventies. No, that's true. All the different colored sport coats, like red and powder blue. Like when I went to prom in the early seventies, you know, powder blue was the cover. How disgusting! You know, it's just gross. It was in the seventies. How did you marry? I remember going to a. Going to a, a, a formal event wearing a yellow double-knit tuxedo. Perfect for you. Perfect. Anybody who would wear a fur coat and wear a double yellow. I, I, I look like a giant ejaculation stain. <laughs> well, you, look like, you look like an old ejaculation stain now. Hey, let me tell you, man, for a guy who's going to be 62. You look damn good. I look terrific. You do. You lost what? How much have you lost this year? I've lost about 25. No, you're looking good. You are. You're another looking, another thirty to go. No, you're looking. You're looking. Keisha good. and I are going to Aruba in June. You are. Yeah. Oh gee, what am I going to do without you for a week? Oh, I'm so <laughs> what upset. What are you going to do? Quality <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> Pod, podcasts that Lars Chrome will actually appreciate. Maybe I could get. Uh, who could I get? Hey, by the way, I, will you talk to Frankie Boy about our picture on Chicagoland Radio and Media? I don't like that photo. Then call him in yourself. You call him. He's your guy. No, he loves you. You know, give him a little attention. Give him a little love, and he'll change it for you. Oh, you don't like the one my Hawaiian shirt and you with the elbow on my head? All right, we'll change it. Well, we've both lost weight since that photo was taken. A lot. Not not that and, I'm uh, twenty pounds. Eh, t- I like the other. I like the other photo better when we were wearing jackets and we were standing up. Image is everything, Pinker. I know. Well, listen. No offense. <laughs> Ask Goldblatt. That that uh, that uh, that image fits these podcasts of the, that photo. <laughs> ridiculous. The photo's ridiculous. Oh, you like the one uh, like he took at the at the station? All right, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll change it. Hey, what happened to that blonde broad? That really hot blonde babe who was down for one ooh, edition of ooh, uh, ooh, Gurkha Girl? the Man Show, the Gurkha Girl. Gurkha Girl. She uh, she she blew up. Gurkha Girl blew up because I made fun of her. Uh, on the air because you know, and, and she went crazy because she couldn't speak English. And I, she was nice Polish girl, and I'd say, "Dura, I, I come on, show Duratio." She she needs to watch Wheel of Fortune. She needs to buy some vowels, and she just couldn't speak, so <laughs> it just wasn't working. And her boyfriend got all mad at me because I was making fun of her, and you know, that does happen in our business sometimes. You oh, make, oh you, no, never you, happens. In our you, you make fun of people, and they get sensitive. They get very sensitive, so... Uh, well, it, take it that work. little wimp at WGN uh, television. Well, that Tomasudo guy, the beaver. Yeah, the yeah There beaver, you go. The you beaver. were making fun of him. I, in my book, I mean, you know, when I, when I called him one of the 12 worst sportscasters, and I said, he's WGN's answer to Beaver Cleaver, who would possibly take that seriously? He did, and I and I agree with you 100%. He need a thick skin, <laughs> but people, in many cases, don't don't have a thick skin. So they just they get mad at you. Hey, Panker, you'll like this. Go ahead. It's a great day for uh, for newspapers. Mm-hmm. After the fighting, can we recover? Tales from the front. Couples calm down, but all's not well. What? What is that? Cheryl Lavin writing about. Oh uh, God! Is there anything worse? And this goes back to my marriage. It's one reason why I'm glad I'm just not married. Yeah. I I I hated fighting. I couldn't stand the silent periods. 
I couldn't stand. I did, it, oh. Get married again? You know, unless some babe walked in and said, listen, I got $35 million, and I put you on salary at $2.5 million a year. Mm-hmm. I'm not going anywhere near it. Good for you. All right. So, well, we have to cut this a little bit short today because our friend has to go uh, do the horror, the Havana Gila dance somewhere up in Skokie today. So I just want everybody to know our... our what, sh- Skokie? Yes, of course. Well, I've oftentimes uh, heard Skokie referred to as the as the Dublin Island of uh <laughs> Of Chicago. Oh, yeah. Sure. Making a point to stop at Kaufman's Bagels on Dempster Street. You know what? That's an awesome place. Oh, great joint. The best. You know why I love them? The best. When my daughter was two years old, I went in there one day on Easter mm-hmm. to get a bunch of bagels. Well, they're open. They're not going to be Six closed. million people there. Sure, sure. And, and they the, let you and, in? And the lady... Did you have a pass to get in? Um, well, they checked my ID. Yeah, definitely. Copperstein. Uh, <laughs> you have a fake ID, right? But the, or the, Copperstein. The nice lady behind the counter yeah. took this little tiny bagel... And gave it to my daughter Lindsay, and they won me over. And I, well, I, I bought forty-eight bagels. That was very sweet. What did you <laughs> give them to the birds out where you lived? <laughs> I mean, you people don't no, even know from I, cream cheese. I, I gave them to the priest who gave them to the twelve-year-old boys. <laughs> yeah, stick your little donut between the bagel. Oh, <laughs> sorry. You just opened the door for them. Well, once again, we apologize. Once again, we uh, we offer up. Um, mm. Now, we don't apologize for a damn for, thing. For what? Screw it. What are we going to do? What you see is what you get. That's it. If you want quality, pay for it. <laughs> you get this on demand, for heaven's sake. That's right. Uh, he is the Pinker. I am Copic. We thank our main man, uh, Dan Levy. We will be in touch in uh, several more days. Until then, peace, love, and the Rolling Stones. So long, everybody.